Hey everyone, welcome to Black, Married, and in the Military, a podcast that explores unique experiences, challenges, and even triumphs of military life. I'm Teresa Alexis, known as the Military Bride Strategist, and I'm your host. Hey, I want to talk to y'all today about being a mom. As someone who has been a mom in the military and transitioned to being a military spouse, so military mom, you know, I get it. I get the sacrifices. I get the missing out. I get the having to ask for help. I get all the things. So as Mother's Day has just passed, it should have been an epic celebration for everyone. I get it's also a day for those who miss their moms. Um, For me, my grandmother was really in that mom role for me heavy and she's not here today but she had a lasting impact on my life and I'm so grateful for that um even you know my children <clears throat> so the thing about mothers is it doesn't always have to be your mom that you're celebrating and that's I think a beautiful thing because the other mothers that were in my life like my dad's sisters they were moms, they were my aunts, but they were moms and they mothered me in a way. I learned so much from them. Um, And it's funny to think about my mother's sister because there's such an age gap between the two of them. I still remember my aunt when she was in college. So I faintly remember stuff before then, but I remember her when she wasn't married, didn't have any kids, was in college or whatever she was doing. And then I still remember when she had her two daughters and now her daughters are grown and it's like, wow, that's crazy. But I learned something from each and every mom that was in my life. My mom, my mom's mom, her sister, my dad's sisters, my dad's mom. I learned something from every single one of them. And it helped me to really be mentally strong considering all the things that I had to do in the military. And one of the things is a lot of people will meet you at a point in your life and think that's how you are or have been the entire time, which is not true or accurate in any way. So for me, obviously, like me as an adult, as a young adult, when I didn't have children, you know, or when my children went to be with God or went to heaven, Um, before I could hold them. Before that time, I was very different. But after I carried two children or any children at all, it definitely changed me. It not only changed my body, but it changed me mentally, you know, and I think a lot of times people tend to underestimate that change that happens in a woman's body because it's not just physical. It's all the things. It's physical, (laughs) It's mental, it's emotional, it's spiritual. It's all those things because you are carrying a life inside of you. You truly are. And I get it, I get it, I get it for the moms who are missing their children, who had an experience like me, whether it was a miscarriage, stillbirth, or you know their kids were born and they passed away, however that may have happened. I get the hurt, I get the pain. And one thing I see a lot of is moms thinking they they are alone. They think they are alone in this fight 
when really you're not. There is always going to be somebody who has went through something like you. There's always going to be somebody who can share their story and make you feel hope. There's always going to be somebody who can hold your hand. Don't ever feel like you're alone. I don't know how many times me, myself, I have went into the barracks rooms of troops, not just lower ranking, but higher ranking than me. Um, Cause I mean, I was PFC, Lance Corporate. For you don't know the Marine Corps ranks, that's E2, E3. And so I'm going into the barracks of E4s, E5s, and sometimes E6s, because um, not everybody stay off base. You know, I know a lot of times have changed, but, you know, I've spent a lot of time in the barracks rooms of other troops and not just Marines either, consoling them. And being there for them, just to sit there, be present, just to hold their hand, to pray for them. And if they're not people that pray, just to sit there and, you know, hold them, hug them. Yeah, I've done it because it was done for me. It was done for me because I will say, while this is not an episode to really speak on the loss right now, I want to touch that because there's so many times that moms whose children you can't see get overlooked on Mother's Day. And it's painful. It's painful. The greatest thing that ever happened for me was um, my pastor's wife. I think the Mother's Day after I lost my kids, everybody was getting honored. And I was trying so hard not to feel anything. I was trying to be neutral. And it was working until she got up. And she said, I just feel like I should honor, you know, this mom here. And, you know, I'm I'm sitting there listening to her. I'm trying to figure out who she's talking about. And she called my name and I was like, <laughs> like the tears just came. They just did. So I get it. Me over there trying to feel nothing, you know, and trying not to think about it or talk about it, you know, because it's painful. It's hurtful. And to have somebody honor you as a mother because they get it you know, or even if they don't get it, but they feel like they should honor you because you are still a mom, you know, is very profound. But Mother's Day shouldn't be the only day that moms are celebrated, but I love that it's a day that's set aside just to honorate. (laughs) I'm putting two words together, honor and celebrate. Um, honor and celebrate mothers for the tremendous job that they do. And I get it. I get it. My friend has a whole movement about mothers and trauma. So I get it. But just know that even in your experience, your mom may not have been the best, but I'm pretty sure she tried her best. And if she didn't try it all, you still learned something, even if you learned what not to do. I have a very optimistic and positive outlook on life for the most part. Yeah, I get it. Things suck. They're hard. They're irritating. I get all of that. But I always try to think about what can I pull from this moment that can make me a better person? What can I pull from this moment that would help me as a mother myself? What can I give to my children? And, you know, us military moms, you know, moms in the military, we sometimes, like, lose cannon. It happens. It does. I don't want to, I'm not saying 
that any abusive or crazy action is right. I'm not saying any of that by any means, but I'm saying there's a lot of times that we are hard on ourselves because we're hard on ourselves career wise. So in turn, we're going to be harder on ourselves when it comes to parenting. It comes to loving our children and we make mistakes. We make mistakes. My kids will definitely call me out because why they have my personality through and through they really do and that's okay with me because i mean they're my children so i show them that i'm human i show them i make mistakes and i say sorry to my children i ask them for their forgiveness because that is something i'm trying to teach them to do and it's going to be hard for me to do that if i can't do it myself and i also ask my kids to pray for me my kids lay their hands on me my head my shoulders they hug me however they want to do it and they pray for me they ask god to help me to not be as mean they ask god because you know <laughs> side note anytime you say no to a child you're you know quote unquote being mean but it, i digress okay <laughs> anyway but you know those are things that i wanted to implement because it wasn't something i saw a lot of as a child and it definitely wasn't something i saw in the lives of the other parents i was around so i wanted to make sure that i told my kids i'm sorry i love you can you forgive me i make mistakes let's pray together let's build on our relationship so just know that as a mother it gets hard it does i won't say it gets hard it gets it gets challenging because i tell i will tell you this being a mother will pull out of you some things that you still need to work on it will pull out of you some things you still need to work on and uh the beautiful thing about motherhood is learning that learning that you still human you still got stuff to work on and that you know eventually you're going to be better. You're going to be better at it. Whether it's, oh, I don't want to speak at an elevated tone so much. Or you didn't realize something got on your nerves until your child did it. I'm laughing because, you know, sometimes we don't know that we struggle with something until we have the child. I feel like that although kids are the greatest blessings, kids are also the greatest thing that could happen to you to make you better yourself. You don't believe me? So many moms get in better shape, eat better, because they want to be here and be around for their children. Whatever the motivation was, maybe you was feeling unmotivated before. Then you had some kind of scare. And you're like, wait a minute now, nuh-uh. I got to be here for my kids to grow up. I want to see them get married. I want to have grandchildren if they desire to have that. I want to see them go to college if they desire to have that or go there. I want to see them have a business. I want to see them own it in the corporate world. I, I want to see all these things because, you know, I didn't, I'm not alive just to eat, sleep, have children and die. No, there's a lot more purpose for me as a mother and just me as a woman that I want to be around for and legacy plays a big part in this motherhood is legacy I can't say that enough motherhood is legacy and if you don't think that's true just think about your own mom your own experience and even with friends you see how their moms are 
Because a lot of times I see, and I will say I saw this a lot in the military, whereas another uh, Marine may have thought that I did something really great as a mom for my children. And then they're like, man, I wish I could do that. And it's like, girl, (laughs) you just don't know the work I put in to not snap at my children out in public. I never want to embarrass my children because I'm just different. I don't really get embarrassed because most of the things that happen to me is stuff that's like everybody does. So I don't get embarrassed about that. But a lot of people do. And so, you know, and kids are very sensitive and innocent. So really, if you try to get on to them about the simplest thing, they'll get embarrassed. So I try my best not to embarrass them. That's different than saying I don't correct them. Oh, I correct them. I just do it in a manner that's dignifying them. And I didn't just pop out the womb knowing to do that when I grow up and get children. You know, having a coach. So I'm a coach and I also have a coach. I have several coaches for different things and I have a therapist. So I'm I'm really keen on having people in your life that can help you be a better person. I would never be able to operate in the caliber that I am if I didn't have people walking alongside of me, people walking ahead of me too, and people that I'm pulling behind me. All of those things are needed. All of those things are needed. And so circling back to you know, her wishing that she can do something that I'm doing. It's like, girl, you can do whatever you want as a parent. You can be the best parent ever. You have to be willing, though, to put in the work because I can tell you what I do. I can tell you how I do it, but you didn't see all the work and all the stuff that I had to do on myself to be able to do this so naturally now because let me just tell you, anything that's outside of our default reaction takes work. Your default reaction may be yelling. Okay, how do you not yell? Man, Teresa, I don't know how you don't yell at your kids. It's like I do yell sometimes, but I don't yell always all the time for everything. Why? Therapy, coaching, practicing what I learn, implementing what I learn. And sometimes feeling myself getting frustrated and then taking deep breaths. Meditation work wonders, y'all. Deep breathing works wonders. And even yoga works wonders. I don't care what nobody say. God made all that stuff and we can do it to the best of our abilities. And it's things that'll help us. So that's that. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. But as mothers, these are the things that we should avoid doing just to help us be better for ourselves. Especially since this podcast is Black Married in the Military, Black Mothers. Let's stop comparing ourselves to our black counterparts, whether they're in the military or not, let's stop comparing because we were given our children because we are capable of mothering them. We don't need to mother everybody else's children. We just need to mother our own children and learn that. Be good at that. My job is not to mother everybody else's children unless I'm giving bonus children by way of stepchildren or foster children or adoptive children. Other than that, like my job ain't to compare myself 
to Shaniqua, Beth, Susie, whoever, not our job. So let's stop comparing ourselves because when we compare ourselves, that we are literally laying down our joy as a mother. Hey friend, let me tell you about an amazing community I created just for you. If you're a military wife, and that's whether you're the service member, the spouse, or the transition vet, you'll want to know about Military Wives Collective on Facebook. This collective of military wives show up for each other, have hard conversations, and cultivate sisterhood across the ranks and beyond the uniform. From monthly events to weekly chats, this community will help you have fun and just let your hair down, combat the emotions of feeling alone and loneliness by connecting with a plethora of wives from different walks of life. Get resources and the inside scoop on events, courses, and coaching discounts that will be coming up specifically crafted for military wives, their marriage, and family lifestyle. If you're a military wife who is always looking for ways to connect, give back, and thrive in life, then this community is for you. To find out more, go to www.militarywivescollective.com. That's www.militarywivescollective.com to join. Let's not lay down our joy. Let's not lay down our happiness because you're just giving it away when you compare. Making it seem like something is wrong with you, something is wrong with your children, and God wasn't adequate in what he gave y'all. or what, However you want to say that. Or you're not adequate to do the job that was given to you, which is motherhood or mothering. So there's that. Let's stop comparing ourselves, and I could talk about that all day. Okay, let's next, let's love our children where they are. Culturally, in the black community, and, and I know there is some similarities in black, brown, and indigenous communities because I've heard it, I've been told stories. I'm not just making this up based off what I think. Culturally, some things are very similar to where, you know, children are seen, not heard. Children aren't basically respected. They aren't treated like, really, if you look at it and dig deep, they aren't treated like real humans. They aren't treated like, you know, they're important enough to have an opinion. Let's change that by respecting our children. And that doesn't mean you don't discipline them. I don't know why people think if you open a door for something, you throw out something else. Now, I will say, when you open the door, to healing and positivity, throw all that toxic trash out, yes. But discipline, respect, and all of that go together. If you have a child with a strong personality, this is just an example because I have a strong personality because I was that child. My daughter, my baby girl, is me. But <laughs> she is 10 times what I was. And anybody who has a child like them can attest to this. It's like, I don't remember doing some of this stuff. Lord. And then you have to go back and ask your mom, did I do this? So, you know. But cultivate that strong personality. Because while a lot of people look at that negative, I look at it as positive. Because I, today, am a woman that don't take nobody's crap. I'm not a pushover. I'm a strong leader. And I will give my grandma her props. She cultivated that thing. I ain't really like her methods. Her methods. I, I, ain't, I ain't care for it at all. But let me just tell you, she cultivated that personality. And I'm speaking about my dad's mother because 
I strongly believe that my personality came from that side of the family specifically. So, yeah. But let's cultivate our kids' personalities and grow them and help them to come into their own person. Don't live out your life in your child because that's not healthy. That's not healthy. Next, let's, let's, uh, I know people say let's normalize, but let's normalize us as parents going to hire a coach, whether it be myself or whatever, hire a therapist for us and our family. Let's normalize doing that more often. You ain't got to do it for everything. You ain't got to be in there forever. But if you legit need to be in there to work through some things because you just don't understand, then let's do that. And even if you're not ready for a coach and a therapist, let's get a support group. Support groups are free. You can start one. You can join one. It can be online, in person, all kind of ways to get intervention, you know, or get assistance or help or support, whatever you want to call it. But let's do that because moms are great. Like so many things would not function without moms. And if we want to get really bold, really without women, especially black women. So let's be honest. Mothers, we just badass. We are. There's no other way to say that because we can accomplish a lot with a little. And it's the reason why moms are celebrated the way they are first because without moms, there really wouldn't be any life. Really. So... Just keep that in mind when you're going to your going through your day today. This is this episode is specifically for the moms. When you're going through your day today, it's okay to question. It's okay to doubt. It's okay to feel inadequate. All those things are normal. But you have to trust yourself and know that if you were given these kids, God at least. You know, he's not the least, but at least God believed in you enough to give you the children he gave you so that you can thrive and build them up. And you also have to do that by taking care of yourself and making sure you're poured into. Like I said, all those things I named, support groups, coach, those are things or avenues to get yourself poured into. Read your favorite books, sip your wine or sparkling soda or sparkling whatever, and take you a long soak. All those things. Go get you a massage every month. I know I am. And Lord knows it has been working wonders for me. So be sure to just love on yourself. That's my reminder for all you moms out there. Love on yourself because you are doing a good job. Even on the days you feel like you're failing. Even on the days you don't do what's right right away. Or you don't. Respond to something the way you think you should. If you're a conscious or gentle parent, you don't feel like you was conscious or gentle today. It's okay. The beauty is, like I said, you can apologize. You can start again. As long as you have breath in your body, you can start again. And changing the narrative, I'm all about changing the narrative. 
You have to change the narrative for your life first. Then you can change the narrative for your marriage. Then you can change the narrative for your your children. And that parent-child relationship is highly important. It's not marriage, but it is equally important. We're not neglecting our kids now. So give yourself some credit, give yourself some grace, give yourself some love. And I hope this episode and everything I talked about as far as mothers definitely helped you because I know that one, women rule the world (laughs) and mothers rule the world, okay? And strong mothers build strong mothers. One day your children are going to be grown and they're going to be great members of society and you have to know and believe that and do your best to cultivate that for them. So again, I hope this episode helped you. And if it did, make sure you go to my IG page um, at Teresa Alexis Speaks and leave a comment or you can leave a comment or a message on Spotify. But thank you for listening to this episode. And I really hope you celebrate and love on yourself today and every day. If you're interested in finding out more about me, the number one military marriage, family, and relationship coach, you can go to www.teresaalexis.com or connect with me on social at Teresa Alexis Speaks on IG, Facebook, and TikTok, and T Alexis Speaks on Clubhouse and Twitter. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe and activate notifications so you don't miss out on any new episodes that go live. I'm excited going forward by how this podcast will impact your life and cultivate a better you and a better marriage and family dynamic. Now go forth and be awesome.